the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Have you uh, daydreamed ever in your life about having some kind of superpower, maybe in your younger years, or maybe, maybe you still do today, I don't know. But may, maybe you've daydreamed about you know, being able to make yourself as small as a fly, you know, so you can go into rooms and hear what's going on. Or maybe you've daydreamed of having the power to hear what everybody's thinking, so you know if you're you know, doing something wrong or making them angry. Or, or maybe you've dreamt of having super strength, you know. Well, in our Old Testament reading, Elijah seems to have just this kind of a thing, a superpower, a power that nobody else has. Um, the son of this widow he's staying with, remember she's the same widow that she was running out of flour and oil and Elijah came and all of a sudden her, her jar and it never runs out. She's always got plenty of flour and oil. Well, he stays with her a while and after a while her son dies and she says, what's the deal, Elijah? He goes up takes the child up to the upper room, prays to God, and then lays on him three times. I mean, it even sounds like some kind of a superpower. He lays on the child three different times, and he comes back to life. That, that's a superpower. I mean, just, just look at the word, this word superpower. What does that even mean? It's a power that's, you know, greater than normal power. It's supernatural power. Power that's greater than nature. Well, okay, who has power over nature? Maybe the one who made nature, right? God. And that's exactly what happens. God gives Elijah this supernatural power to raise this child from the dead. When I was a kid, one of my favorite daydreams, superpowers, was, and this probably tells you something not too good about me, I wanted to have super basketball powers, right? Keep in mind, I was pretty young, but... Um, you know, picture Michael Jordan playing with a bunch of fifth graders. That's pretty much how my daydreams went. You know, dunking on everybody, scoring hundreds of points. But there is something that God is telling us, He gives us in our readings today, that is just so much greater than anything like that. So much greater than x-ray vision, or reading people's thoughts, or making yourself tiny, or, or even great basketball skills. Today you're going to hear about a superpower that you already have. In Ephesians chapter 3, which is our epistle today, this is what Paul prays. He's praying for them. It's a long prayer. But he says, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being. Strengthened with power. And then a little bit later, now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly, to Him who has superpowers... To Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. I mean, look at those words. Strength and power. You do have a superpower. Now, it may not be what you generally think of as a superpower, but you have one. And it's Jesus and His Spirit that lives in you. And you should take a look at that this, this morning. Don't just brush that off, oh, some kind of spiritual power. No, I'm talking about a superpower. A power that you truly have because you have Jesus. So here, here's how the argument, here's how I hope to argue to you this point this morning. One, the first point is Jesus is extremely powerful and strong. Second, we are extremely weak and dying. And the third point, and the final point, is that Jesus works a strength and a power in you 
through baptism and the Lord's Supper. So the first point I have to show you is how extremely strong and powerful Jesus is. Now you may say, well, duh, I know that. But no, think about it again this morning. Think how, just ask yourself, just how strong and powerful is Jesus? And remember that on the outside, he appears just like you do. Weak and ineffectual. That's how he appears. Okay, he cries. He feels pain. He gets old. He gets tired. He has to stop and sleep. He's just like you. Weak. Dying. But unlike you and me, Within him there is a superpower. He is the Son of God. And whenever he chooses, whenever he wants to, we get these small glimpses, just small, but they show us just how strong he really is. Just how much power he really has. Like today, when he meets a funeral procession, right, coming out of the city of Nain, and he sees this poor widow, right, who's lost all her family, she lost her husband whenever. Now she's lost her only son. No one else in the entire world can do anything for her. All they can do is just mourn with her and walk with her to the grave. No one can do anything. No one can change it. Except Jesus. And just look at the power and strength that he has. He just calmly walks up to her, compassion in his eyes, compassion in his voice, and he says, don't cry. And then, what does he do? You know, like call down the thunder of heaven? No. He just touches the casket. That's it. Just touches the casket and says, young man, I say to you, arise. I mean, that's, that's a display of power when it doesn't even look powerful. But of course, it's something no one else in the world can ever do. I mean, it just shows how strong he is. How much power and strength do you have to have to simply just say words and it happens? Like this one, he, they're in the middle of the Sea of Galilee and there's a raging storm and he says, stop, you know, peace, be still, and it does. He tells demons, come out, and they do. He tells blind eyes to see, they see. He tells deaf ears to open up, they do. Look at that power. But none of that even compares to the strength and the power that we see at his death and resurrection. How much strength does it take to carry all the sins of the world? And the way I wanted to ask you to think of this is just think of yourself. How much strength does it take you every day just to carry your own sin? Don't we all know there's a lot of days we feel like we can't. We can't carry all of our sin and guilt and shame. It's just too heavy. And now think Jesus is carrying not just yours and not just his. but this, Well, of course, he doesn't have it. But he's carrying not just yours, but the sin of the entire world. How much strength do you have to have to do that? And then think that Jesus has a superpower he can escape at any time. Whenever you and I are in difficult situations, we always think that's the answer. If I could just escape, if I could just get out of here, right? Somehow um, be gone of this situation. But not Jesus. He has the power and yet he will not escape. He stays. He shows his strength by suffering our sins all the way to the cross. And then... We see his ultimate strength on Easter morning when he rises from the dead. So that was my first point, and I hope I've convinced you that Jesus is extremely strong and powerful. Then what about us? This is our second point. Are we extremely strong and powerful? That's not what I see when I look around at us. 
I don't see people extremely strong and powerful. Okay, I, I see people who don't even have power over their own selves, let alone over anything else. I see people just like me who can't even control their own emotions and their own appetites. I see people who can't stop eating, people who can't stop gossiping, people who can't stop looking at pornography, people who can't stop using drugs, people who can't stop looking at their phones or social media, people who can't stop being selfish and arrogant. Are we strong and powerful? I think not. And most of all, I see people who are powerless against our greatest enemy, which is death. We can't do anything about it. We're all dying. Everyone in this room is dying. We're all getting sick. Our bodies are wearing out. We're not getting stronger. We're getting weaker. And we're powerless to stop it. But then, when I look out at all of you this morning, then I see something more. Something deeper. Something that isn't exactly what it appears on the surface. Just like Jesus, right? On the surface, he appeared just like you, weak. But there was something more. And so also with every one of you here this morning, there's something more about you, something deeper. There's a power at work in you, a superpower. There's a strength within you, a super strength. Now, you may not see it. And that's why Paul prays in the epistle. He prays that you and I would see it, that we would know it that we would realize that in our inner being is a superpower and strength. You are baptized, right? Are you not? Well, what happened when you were baptized? The same thing that happened to this dead boy as they were taking him out of name. You were raised to life by the superpower of Jesus Christ. And see, your body, of course, may be dying, but inside, no, you are living. And not only that, but you are actually growing stronger every day. It's like Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he says, we don't lose heart. Yes, our outer nature is wasting away. Yes, it's so frustrating. We're weak, we're dying, we get sick. But he says our inner nature is being renewed day by day. When you were baptized into Jesus, He Himself and His Spirit came to live within you. All the power that He has is yours. And yes, your body's getting weaker, but not your soul. You're growing stronger, more powerful every day. And then, on top of that, you come up here to the altar to receive the Lord's Supper. You remember all that power and strength that Jesus showed when He was dying on the cross, when He was suffering for us, when He rose again on Easter morning. That power and strength He's giving to you in His very body and blood. This is a real power. It's, again, you, you got to just, you don't dismiss it. If you've been coming to Sunday morning Bible study, you know we have a tendency to put these things in this upper story. Oh, he's just talking about spiritual power. I'm not. I'm talking about real power and strength. And you have it in Jesus. Is there anything in this world, anything that this world can give you, which you can't handle? Which is to say, of course, that Jesus can't handle with you. Is there anything? No, of course not. Bring it on. That's what we say. Bring it on. We have power and strength within us. Like Paul says, Romans 8, Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sir? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors 
through him who loved us. And of course, before I close, I should just add, lest we, you get a wrong picture, why does God give you all this power and strength? Of course, it's not just for you. It's so that you can serve others. That's the whole point of being here in this life. We've talked about this many, many times. God gives you this power and strength so that you can care for others and not be overcome by the problems of this world. And then will come that great and final day when it appears that death will have won. And we will be at our absolute weakest and most powerless when our bodies are laid in the ground. And then Jesus finally will show his ultimate power and strength. No longer will it be hidden within us but it will be for all to see when he will raise our bodies in full power and strength. For now, know that you have that superpower and that super strength at work within you. And I pray like Paul does that you will see it and know it. In Jesus' name, amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.